This is Somewhat About Wine, an inside perspective of the operations of a small Sierra Foothill winery and the characters who run it. It's five o'clock. As usual, Jordan, Nick, David, Morrison that is, and owner David Gerard are hanging out over an after-hours glass of wine. Though their conversation is about wine, it bounces around between philosophy, music, education, small successes, big mistakes, life in general, cabbages and kings and more. Glad you could join us. Yes, this is somewhat about wine from David Gerard Vineyards. It's Friday, June 2nd, 5 o'clock. It's the end of our work day, but not our work week. We are open for tastings every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come visit us when you have a chance. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. I'm David Gerard, and I'm here with Jordan Mingle, winemaker, general manager. Good afternoon, Jordan. Afternoon. Uh, Nick Cowger. Afternoon. I was expecting more this time. <laughs> well, there was more, actually. <laughs> Assistant winemaker and the glue that holds this endeavor together. Good afternoon, Nick. Good afternoon. The and glue. Wow. I didn't say what kind of glue. David Morrison, tasting room and wine club manager. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon. And the glue. <laughs> Today we're drinking Petion Naturel. Uh, Jordan, tell us a little about this wine. Yes, Petion Natural, the pet nat, as we like to call it. Does that stand for um, pineapple wine? It, is, it stands for popping, natural popping wine. So kind of has a nice mild sparkle to it every year. So it's, it's natural, right? So thus the natural. So um, it's kind of an old-fashioned an old way of making sparkling wine. Um, where it's bottled with a crown cap b before the fermentable sugars are already used up. And then, um, so it kind of ferments in the bottle, leading to its natural little sparkling carbonation. Yeah, carbonation is similar to what you might expect with a beer. Yeah, and this one is... Um, and how we do it with doing it naturally, it, it's kind of variable year to year. Last time it was much more sparkly, uh, almost as a, a champagne method wine. This one's a little bit less so, but delicious flavors. We make it with Roussan is our grape of choice for this. Um, yeah. So, so the way that one would make sparkling wine... Um, would be, I think there are, what, three methods? One is this method, which is the original method that champagne was made with. This is not champagne, right. by the way, <laughs> for all you people in France. <laughs> this is sparkling wine because we don't want to uh, be sued for um, trademark uh, uh, violation. I was going to say malpractice, but that's all right. <laughs> so, 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 so this is the original way that Dom Perignon found out the little stars that arose from the wine, as he called them. And then the other way is the, is, uh, um, the uh, Charmat bulk process, which you can just take CO2 and, and, and um, put it into the wine, and mm -hmm. it makes uh, sparkling wine. And then the other one is the method... Um, Champenois. Champenois, yeah. um, which is, a, is the modern way of making it, correct? 
Yeah, so I I always think Dom Perignon is pretty interesting. He was he he kind of failed miserably at his intended job. <laughs> Him was, too, huh? Yeah. Well, he was brought in to fix the problem of re-fermenting wine in the bottle. Mm. So they would have this the issue where they bottle the wine in end of autumn when it cooled down, stop fermentation. They'd bottle it, put it in the cellar, and then they'd start exploding come spring. So he was actually trying to figure out how to stop that process was his original intent, which I think that's pretty amazing. And then he led to, among other things, blending and using Pinot and all that. But, um, yeah. Hmm, that's fascinating. So... Turned out okay for him. Yeah, yeah, so, he did all right. Huh? Yeah, we're still we're still talking about him. Um, so last year we made how much of this one? It's so it's real small quantities. Um, only because we sold out. Uh, sold it, it sells pretty quick. It's really really just a delicious wine to drink in summer. Yeah, very Cold, refreshing. Super refreshing. Uh, David mentioned it smells like <clears throat> apple, pineapple, pear. It's nice in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fruity, but uh, has a little bit of a yeasty character to it. Yeah, um, nice. Unfiltered. Yeah. Well, we were talking earlier, and David and I, um, I mentioned to David, I, I was over in Hawaii, and they sold a pineapple sparkling wine. It actually, it was pretty good. I said, but we're not making pineapple wine. <laughs> I said, we shouldn't talk about pineapple wine. But it, it, it is, there is a hint of that, and I, I, I kind of hate to say that word about wine, a hint of this and a hint of that and all that stuff. But, but there is a hint of that. And, and, and as you mentioned, the pear and the apple, it's, it's, it's just great just to sit out and sip on a hot day. Yeah, and, and to be clear, and I know we talked about this in a previous podcast, but it's, we don't put any of those juices in the wine. There no is no pineapple is. or no. pear or anything. No. It's Roussan, and it just has some of those characteristics, some of those. And, and Roussan is, a, is a, one of the classic Rhone varietals uh, in, the, in the Chateau Neuf de Pop area in the southern Rhone. So, yeah, and, and pairing with this, uh, we talked last time, I think it was the last podcast anyway, uh, what wine pairs with everything. And I offered the, offered the thought that I think a sparkling wine pairs with everything and i think this wine would pair almost with everything as well. yeah it would even go with like like a asian food would be really delicious mm. with this wine we had yeah, um, would be good. we had this weekend uh, um, uh, a couple come in and the the woman was uh, chinese from china and she's in the u.s now and been for a long time and she's an engineer um, dealing with, I don't know, some kind of electrical grid stuff for somebody. Uh, but she brought in, which was very nice, and people do this for us, which I always appreciate. She brought in this beef, which she made. And it was an Asian beef, and it was so good. Jordan, you tried it, right? Yeah, it was delicious. Where yeah. was I? Too bad. So <laughs> you were gone. Uh, you had to, you had to Missed leave. Missed out on that one. You had to leave early that day, I think. I don't remember that. Oh, really? You had a commitment. So um, it it was very good, and I think it would go this this one oh, would yeah. go terrific with mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, I didn't have the Asian food either, David. Don't feel bad. I, I, I know. I had it. I had it in the <coughs> refrigerator. I told Jordan, tell everybody. Mm-hmm. I just ate it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's what happened. <laughs> Jordan is the resident. Uh, I was here. Garbage disposal for food. I just didn't know about it. So first, a few business matters we, we need to talk to our listeners. One is the podcast. We've been doing it once a week, and um, we're going to go to once a month. And you may ask why. Too well, much demand, maybe? Too much, too much demand. <laughs> That's usually what you do when there's too much demand. You come uh, back? <laughs> I was going to handle it a bit differently, but uh, too much demand pretty much sums it up. No, um, it, it, well, there are four of us here. And, and we are not a big operation, as, as uh, uh, Jason Markiewicz says in our, our, opening, um, our, our opening. And, and for us to spend an uh, amount of time, and believe it or not, this sounds uh, like nobody knows anything or has done anything, but it takes a bit of time to prepare and set up. Uh, and the demands on us as we get into the summer season are such that we think once a month uh, should be adequate for us to keep you up to date, our listeners, on on what's going on around here and the thoughts we have and, and what may be available for you and who we are. And and I also think uh, that if, if, if we do um, every week, it gets to be a little, maybe not, but a little tiresome for you. So we're, we're going to try once a month, and I, I hope you understand that. Yeah. Any yeah. any comments from any from the peanut gallery? No, people, are, people are just looking. Yeah, at no, I mean just just on that point. Yeah, it is it is very time consuming. Um, the people on the podcast is pretty much everybody we've got uh, got on staff with uh, with a few exceptions. Um, I have to go through and edit it later. You know, sometimes maybe it sounds like they're not edited, but um, we have to just cut out a lot of what David says. There's right? a lot of cutting out. <laughs> no, no, it's usually you know awkward radio silence or. Um, any number of things, but well, yeah, just vulgar <laughs> language. Eh, well, well, just to give, Nick, just to give the listeners an idea, uh, uh, we started late today because we had to solder some wires. Oh yeah, as part yeah. of the equipment. So there are all kinds of things that go Soldering, on. Yeah, te- technical stuff. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't want to dwell on that, but but um, we hope it works for everybody, and we'll do our very best to keep everybody up to date. And mm-hmm. uh, if you have any questions, we have a question section, and you can. Uh, text and, and, and email us uh, for for whatever you'd like us to cover. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be fun. Maybe we get more like a longer <laughs> list. A longer mailbox. A longer mailbox. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other change that I want, the other point of business is we've had Mimosa Sunday uh, for some times and, and uh, people call in for reservations. We, we contract with a wonderful, wonderful caterer uh, close by us who who was a um, a veteran of of working with Wolfgang Puck so the, the quality of the food is absolutely first rate but it also means that she's got to determine what she can buy and how much she needs to buy and and the costs involved with all of that and the logistics involved with all of that and so uh, we haven't had the number of people consistently that we can then um have a mimosa Sunday every Sunday. So we're going to make some changes. We ask you to look at our our website for that, and we'll talk to you about that. But basically, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to have mimosas available for you on Sunday for sure. We're working on whether uh, and to what extent we'll provide any food with that. Uh, it depends on our arrangements with the uh, uh, with the uh, uh, chef 
And um, But we'll keep you posted on that. But there is a change. We did cancel last week because there weren't enough people who reserved. Now, what happens is people show up, and that's all well and good, and we really appreciate it. But on the other hand, it's the preparation and the, and the, and the amount of, of, of um, uh, supplies that we'll need. So um, we'll keep you posted. The other, uh, the other thing we had talked about was pizza uh, night Friday. Uh, we have been doing pizza night Friday for, for quite some time. David, I, I think I'll let you talk about that, what we just talked about on, on what we're looking at for that. Yeah, so we'll continue on the first Friday of every month doing um, our homemade pizzas. And I think we can do about 12 or 15. So we're asking for people to call beforehand to let us know how many pizzas they want so we can figure that out. We also are now going to do two different kinds of pizzas. So we're going to do the margarita pizza, which we've done and we're going to before, and we're going to do a sausage fennel pizza. Which is delicious. Which is really good. Very good. Yeah. So a variety. Variety is the spice of life. Uh, we fennel. 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 No, we we did that 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 pizza for uh, for our last uh, wine release day. Uh, it was well well received. Um, truly, people said great pizza. So um, we worried about it. I had tried to talk these guys into uh, using everything from uh, from cardboard uh, to tortillos. Tortillas, tortillas, for, <laughs> tortillas for the for the pizza dough because it's it's so hard um, to be ready and 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 if a number of people come in without without reserving, uh, then we're scrambling. Uh, but um, to their credit, they all said, uh, "Are you nuts? We we need to have fresh dough." And David's been great about providing that. And when we had it for the uh, for the release day, uh, it just clicked. David's so. David's dough is delicious, soft, <laughs> triple D. I'm not exactly David's sure how to take delicious. This. Dave's killer dough. Oh wait, that's actually taken. <laughs> so one more, uh, one or two more things. One is um, we're going to institute a new uh, Thursday wine club day. This is for wine club members only, and what we're going to uh, we're we're normally open from Friday. Uh, uh, through Sunday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But we thought we'd open on Thursdays during the summer for wine club members, and everybody can come. You can join the wine club. You can do this. It's um, it's just we're not going to have tasting, but we're going to have bottles available. And if you come in here, if you haven't been in here, uh, this happened this past weekend, and it's always uh, very um, – I'm always very grateful for it. People come in here and they say – this place is beautiful. Who knew? Who knew how pretty this place is? So you could come in, sit out on the deck, sit out on the table, sit out in the patio, and get a bottle of wine and sit and have, at any time of day, uh, the wine. What we won't do on that day, because we can't, we're, we're, we're busy with other things, is, is we can't have tastings on those days. But you can purchase a bottle. We'll provide the glasses. You can sit out by the, by the trees and on the deck, as I mentioned, by the fountain, and, and have a great day. And, and I, I will guarantee you, you will not be disappointed with the beauty of this particular vineyard. So Thursdays, 11 to 5? 11 to 5, Thursday. And, and bottles only or glass 
glass no glass just, just, bottles. just bottles just bottles yeah okay we could even open it for them oh wow. bottle service you don't have to bring your own <laughs> bottle opener what service so so we wish we wish we, we could well, truly we wish we, and and we try um to to when people are sitting out on a patio for example uh, to go out and and pour wine for them when we can but if we're busy we just can't uh, we're not staff for it, but but uh, we will we will assure you we will do everything to make sure that you have a a wonderful day. It's a great opportunity for our wine club to just kind of have some a private picnic to uh, for them yeah. for themselves. Yeah, they so can just come out and get some bottles and relax. And so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're more than welcome to bring a picnic. Some right? small bites, yeah. Yeah, bring your bring your food, and we'll supply the wine. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, and then, um, uh, so so that, but I want to be clear that Thursday is a wine club perk, and there are a number of wine club perquisites um, that go to our wine club members. That's a good word, perquisites. I got to look that up. Yeah, uh, is that it, it, the the short uh, word uh, for perk. perquisites? Is guess what? It's perks. Perks. Ah, okay. So, did you, did really? you have to huh. Google that? No, no, no. I, you I, know that? Yeah. No, I, I was at UC Santa Barbara one time, and they uh, were using that word. So. Perk with it. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, we, that's, that's one of the things that is uh, uh, a reason that wine club members uh, should consider joining the wine club. And there are a number of Well, if they're others. wine club members, they already belong to the wine club. Well, but you could walk in that day. And say I'd like to join the wine club and 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 have a bottle of wine. Yeah, you yeah, could do it. Yeah. So that's that's, and then um, also I would like to mention that from time to time, and we've had this happen this week again, people come in and they say, "Do you do you ever need volunteers?" And of course we do, um, and they ask, "Could we you know just kind of stand behind the bar and and help pour and do something like that?" Because it'd be kind of fun to learn that way. And and we said yes. And we had a bottling, Jordan, this this week, right? Yep. And and you had yep. And you had you had people you had people come in. Um, yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah, we had a great, great crew. Is that what you were about to say? Just a jinx. Jinx. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially for bottling, it's it seems you know a little peek behind the curtain. It's always crunch time to find people who don't work Monday through Friday and that are willing to do some do some. Actually, it's not that hard labor, but it's fun. It's we hit fun a, to see We hit how. a good, um, the rafting community was a good access yeah. for that. Yeah, it yeah was. And family, of course. Was it Always an all-female crew for you? No, not all, not all but uh, pretty strong uh, turnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and, was great. And as our listeners may or may not know, we're, we're a stone's throw from the American River, which mm-hmm. is the busiest whitewater rafting site uh, west of the Mississippi. Uh, and so there are a lot of young people that work down there during rafting season. And during the winter, they work at the uh, ski resorts. And uh, uh, we're very grateful for their help. Yeah. So um, three years ago, uh, there was this thing called COVID that completely shut us down. What was that? And what was then. That? Oh, nobody's had COVID it in a long time. So then <laughs> we had, then we had uh, <clears throat> fires, and then we had smoke, and then we had frost. This was three years running. Mm. Uh, the late frost uh, killed about eighty percent of our crop. Uh, the smoke was uh, also 
a factor in, in, in uh, damaging the crop. So, Jordan, how's the vineyard going this year? I don't want to jinx it. Take a chance. Uh, it's great. The, yeah, it's great. It's, it's Everything's going. It's an ideal growing season. There's a cool temperature, so um, mildew pressure is a worry, but we're vigilant and uh, hopeful, hopeful. So we had the frost last year, which was pretty devastating, right? Yeah. yeah. And, last year. and does that... Does that impact this year to some degree? Uh, it can. Yeah. The f the it, I thought we were going to see a lot less fruit this year because of when the frost hit, it kills the the um, the fruiting buds, and and then that can also affect the following year because uh, a lot of fruiting buds Become. form the year before. Um, so I thought we were going to get a lot uh, less fruits. Yeah, we're uh, kind of looking at a bumper crop this year. But, huh? yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, there's a lot of flowers out there right now. It's all and the rain. We'll wait for fruit maybe. set to, to before I start making any. <coughs> so speaking of COVID, you hear the coughing. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, uh <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking out. I'm looking out of the window right now, and I'm looking at the vineyard. It's it, it is as as green and as vigorous as I've seen it. Yeah, in, the, in the three, roses are gorgeous. Three years, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. um, the only thing I can't figure out, I just noticed today. I looked out here at the redwood trees, and yeah. we had a lot of water this year. And there's one of them that's brown at the top. Yeah. What's that all about? I, I don't get it. Some kind of fungus. Yeah, I I, I got to think so. So well. Um, we talked about uh, releases. Uh, any new releases we ought to mention? When's our next release? Mm, we just had that uh, our, oh, our spring. Yeah, uh, August will be our next. Yeah, August. August yeah. Do we know what releasing it? In August? Yeah. No, we don't know until the week before. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that'll help. That's not true. <laughs> uh, I forget. We have it decided, but it. I, I need to revisit. We'll know by the next podcast. What we try to do is is we look at at what's what's in process, and try to balance the release so that um, so that the the offerings are um, is dissimilar and and as varied as can be of in the interests of of trying different things and and determining what's ready at that particular time. So yeah, our release for May I thought was a fun release because. It was a new vintage on all three of our wines. The Rosé, the Block 49, the Grenache, they were all new. Yeah, this is an exciting release. Yeah. And all very, very different from from previous vintages, which tends to be the case with wine. But they, they were they were different enough for me to mention it here. Yeah. So, so we'll keep you posted. Um, we do have a release coming up in August, and that's a good time for us. Uh, at the release, we had uh, live music. We had... Just a, a really a nice crowd, yeah. um, and as we talked earlier, we had the pizzas and and uh, it it was a good day. It it it's just clicked. It was great. It um, it's amazing how it just clicked so well. I yeah. wonder I wonder why. I I don't know what you're <laughs> implying. <laughs> huh. Oh, oh, were you off that day? Oh, David. Yeah, I just decided to take the whole weekend off. Actually, oh. did you? Yeah, on a whim. So I want to tell you, uh, uh, we had one of our wine club members uh, in uh, over uh, Memorial Day, and he was here to see his nephew 
um, uh, promoted from lieutenant colonel to colonel up at Beale Air Force Base, and I was invited to go. And you, um, uh, you being the people who are listening in, our friends uh, and supporters, uh, will know his voice because he's the person that introduces us every week. And his name is Jason Markiewicz, and uh, he's been in the military for a long time. But his passion and his avocation and fun is he narrates books. He narrates a lot of books um, and audio books, of course. And so he was being promoted up at Beale Air Force Base, and I went up. And I got to tell you, this was on Memorial Day. And um, it was a an amazing sight. I'd never been to Beale Air Force Base, which is north of here by, eh, I don't know, an hour or so. And and uh, um, he had his family there, and he had his colleagues there, and he was he stationed at Langley Air Force Base back in Virginia now. And it was all piped back there uh, via Zoom. He he was so touched, he, he started to tell everybody how thankful he was for the promotion, and it's a big deal uh, of, of people, which this is what I'm told, people in the military who actually make it to a full colonel is about 1%. Wow. Uh, so it's an amazing accomplishment. And he was talking about his, his father, and then there was, he was up on stage, and, and there was this silence. And it was really touching. Uh, silent for maybe three minutes because um, his father um, tragically was was killed some time ago and he got through it uh, and he did remarkably but on on the memorial day it was great so after we got back uh, and you can listen to this I interviewed uh, Brian uh, his nephew for podcast our ninth podcast and uh, it's available to you and he talked about his time in the military. He, too, was in, in the military and, and what he did and what it meant to him. Uh, and to do it on that day was very, very special for me. But I want to let you know, we are going to take advantage of the opportunities that we have uh, for, um, for our wine club members who are just so accomplished and so much fun to talk to. One of the best things about being in the tasting room is we are told stories. We go home at night sometimes singing. We are so inadequate. It's just not <laughs> fair. Uh, but we have some interviews coming up. We're going to um, uh, uh, work into our podcasts, and um, we hope I hope we hope you like them. So um, I just wanted to express that. So those those are things yeah. we're working on. Uh, I'm going to switch gears here. Uh, David, you had asked me the other day uh, if I knew of a building with a lot of steps in it. Did you find one? Not yet. What are you looking for? Uh, I, to work out. I'm just <laughs> a building I'm with thinking. a lot of steps. I was like, is this like a, a MC Escher? Like yeah, it sounds like a trivia real <laughs> question. <laughs> no, just a that steps. would be a great building for oh, some stair oh, training. Yeah. yeah, you'd still be there. Never ending. Just you'd lies. start. You'd never finish. You know, you could just run up this hill by the Galleria. That would be yeah, that would I've be done great. that before. Yeah, yeah. Two, two. It's not exactly steps, but yes, I could do that. But that, probably the same effect, right? Yeah, I think so. My yeah. apartment has about fourteen of them. So I'd have to drive like an hour to get to fourteen, <laughs> 14 steps. I think to get to any building with this amount of steps you're looking for, you you got to get out of. Do you, do you go to, what about like the high school 
gymnasium. Or not the gymnasium, but the, <laughs> yeah, the stadium. The stadium. Yeah, yeah, that's what I suggested. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Stairmaster. Yeah. Those are expensive, though. I'm going to think about or, that. Or a ladder. Or a ladder. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you can only go so far up because they have those warning signs that <laughs> oh, well, dangerous have, to go above you, this. You have stuff. to honor those. Yes. Everybody honors those, so you have to. Yeah, yeah. On. Uh, <laughs> Uh, getting back to mon- Memorial Day weekend, uh, I dropped by one of our favorite restaurants, which just happens to carry our wine, and I introduced <laughs> myself to the manager. And um, are you going to tell us what restaurant it is? I, I, I it, yeah, it's Scotts and Folsom. Oh, yeah, yeah, great restaurant. So, so I went in there and I and I introduced myself, and, and um, they said David who? Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, Morris, and that is actually, <laughs> actually, he faked it. Uh, like uh, he knew me, so we went. We were seated, and and I had asked him his name, which he said was Joe, uh, and he told me his last name. And I got to the table, and the waiter came, and I said, you know, I I met the manager, but I can't remember his last name. And the waiter said, oh, it's it's really difficult. Uh, it's Joe Josephs. <laughs> Joe Josephs. Jo- wow, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Sounds like a uh, like a superhero's <laughs> alter ego or yeah. something. I was talking to Jordan one day. I thought you were going to say Joe. And, M- and, mingle that. And is. we were talking about Nick, and and I oh. said, Nick, Are we sure we want to share this? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Nick was off to band practice. I did a uh, I did a uh, so called paper blog on a guy named uh, Glenn Gould some time ago. Mm-hmm. Glenn Gould's a, a Canadian. Uh, Pianist, and he was a. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> pianist. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and I thought you were talking about Canada because David's wearing a Canadian flag on his uh, chest right now. Made in China. <laughs> so, uh, Gould decided he didn't want to perform anymore, and he was brilliant. He was weird, but he was brilliant. And everything he did from that point on was all recorded. He wouldn't perform anymore. So, I was talking to Jordan. I, I said, Nick's off to practice. When do you think he's going to perform? And we came to this speculation, Nick. We're setting you up. You know, it's got to be a lot of fun to practice. It's just, maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough. You don't need to perform. I mean, you know, if it were my choice, we would have been playing a while ago. Um, First of all, respect for being compared to Glenn Gould. Hey, I'll take Take it. it. I'll take it. Um, No, you know, I I agree with that. I think practice is where you get ideas out. Um, There's not as much maybe pressure uh, as playing as playing live. But we we, you know, we practice our songs. We have our set that we practice. But um, (coughs) over and over and over again. Over and over again. Yep, that's that's the name of the game. But you know, we we do a lot of uh, we we come up with ideas. We talk to each other. You know, somebody might approach with, oh, "I was messing around with this," and then all three of us get in on it and uh, make it into something. So, um, yeah, you know, maybe we've been we've been and sorry sorry boys if you listen to this, but we've been dragging our feet a little more than I'd like. But I think I think it is because practice is so fun, you know. And if nothing else, we've a uh, We've all become very close friends over over the many years we've played played yeah. music together. Um, so it's it's like hanging out with old friends and 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 playing instruments at the same time. Um, and for myself, I don't have a way to practice the drums uh, 
in my free time necessarily. I live in an apartment in Sacramento, and I don't think my neighbors would really appreciate a drum kit there. So, so uh, going going out with the band that's that's kind of my only time to uh, to practice. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 grateful that we have a space that we can do that, and that I have. Um, so you're not opposed to performing. Me, like, none of us, none of us are, especially not first. myself. And there was a time, you know, I'll, I'll give you guys, I'll try not to bore you with too many details, but there was a time where it was just two of us. It was the guitarist slash singer and myself. Um, and we were playing a John, show. John Johnston. <laughs> Arthur Arthurson. Arthur, um, yeah, Art Art. His Stin. name is Art Art. Um, he, uh, he and I, I mean, we were playing... A show weekend, sometimes two shows a week, um, and then the uh, ex-drummer, uh, he had joined the Air Force, and his term had ended, and he, he really, he wanted to come back, he wanted to play music with us, he, uh, he picked up a bass and learned bass, so, you know, oh. a lot of that time was him learning a completely new instrument, Arthur is an amazing guitarist, um, so <laughs> keeping up with him can be kind of difficult. Uh, but Raymond has just taken leaps and bounds bounds on that instrument. So um, a lot of that time was us, you know, getting him up to speed and, and figuring out, you know, kind of what, what his style was and how we all gelled together. And uh, and we're there, you know. We've, we've got some recordings that will be coming out uh, within the next month or two. Uh, and then once those are done, uh, the last thing I'll say about it, playing shows is very difficult when you don't have material to send to promoters or to a venue. You know, we have some really old recordings and we've used those in the past to say, here's what we sound like if you'd like to book us, but it'll be really nice to have something updated and professional quality to send to people. So I'll, uh, when, when we're done, I'll, I'll do my shameless self-promotion for the band and all that on the next podcast. So good yeah, yeah I, forward to I, I think i think yeah. everybody should have at least one hobby and drums is the one thing that i've stuck with for for many many years other hobbies tend to come and go so oh so yeah what's um, your hobby david finding the largest set of stairs i'm sorry i was asleep what <laughs> what's your hobby do you have a hobby <laughs> besides uh, jokes you, besides you, being an ass jokes <laughs> Uh, pouring wine's my hobby. Drinking wine's <laughs> yeah, my hobby. Yeah, you're a, you're a uh, <coughs> carpenter. A little, little handyman yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like making things and building things. Making pizzas. Oh, Why are yeah, you that's laughing? A, that's a good question. What? I was going to say handsy man. Wow. Only with consenting adults. I have some thanks uh, to everyone here for various things. I want to thank David. He mentioned being a handyman for fixing the back door. And I want to thank Jordan <laughs> for... How's the back door working? Does it, is I it still thank, working? I, I want to thank Jordan for taking the handle out of my hand and getting the glue and gluing it back on the door so that we could get out. Very much what? appreciated. No glue. No glue needed. Nope. I, did, I did fix... The door. <laughs> oh, did it come apart? That was why it was in my hand. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did it just clip back in? If, if Nick had had his soldering you know, it's, it's, yeah, ho- it's a hobby, so I get it. Yeah, it's yeah, just like what you yeah. like to do. I didn't say I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jordan, do you have any hobbies? Uh, no. Why, Mickey? 
Yeah. Well, I guess with two young podcasting, youngish kids, <laughs> and and a busy job. No, hey, I, yeah. I I run. I play basketball. I bikes. I like fixing and riding bikes. So I you gave your bike like away. Hiking. One of them. One to Nick. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Have you ridden it? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not presently. Did you sell it? <laughs> David. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he sold it to me. No, no, it's not worth anything, which was kind of the point. So I'm very appreciative. Oh. I, it's, it's sentimental. Oh. Sentimentally, Stabbed. it's worth stabbed it's in worth the heart. A lot. Wow. Um, real quick, I guess I, I can't leave Gerard out. I, I mean, other. Do you have any hobbies? Uh, pretty much here. Yeah, being <laughs> this is here. it. Yeah. Well, running. I guess I'd consider that a hobby. Yeah, right? running's a hobby, and and you know I, I in. I used to think I could write songs, and I did a couple of record albums yeah, years ago. Right. So, writing yeah. books, uh, writing books, and yeah, uh, your writing's great. Yeah, planting, yeah. gardening. I was going to say gardening. Yeah. Right? I yeah. picture David as a gardener and getting out of bed. That's pretty much my <laughs> hobby these days. So we have a mailbox. Anything in the mailbox? Um, let me check real quick. All right, and mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. First, I've got uh, hey. Look at that. One from Joe Joseph of Folsom. <laughs> I wonder where he works. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. JJ asks, uh, why can't Gerard remember my name? <laughs> it's not his hobby. Well, something happens, Joe, when you get a little older and a little wiser. Uh, you know, I will say, just uh, for my part, I'm a 28. A and a compliment, I, all in the same sentence. I can't remember half of the names of the people that I meet. I am really, really bad with, it is a in one year, out, out the other. Uh, it's not the best job you have for that. Well, and, and you can you can attest to my ability at uh, remembering wine club members' names. It's pretty but, good. But pretty, uh, pretty, Nick, Nick and I will often good. have conversations in the kitchen. Hey, do you remember that person's name? Oh, we probably shouldn't say that. On <laughs> no, you should say that because it's, yeah. it's it act, absolutely legitimate because it is, it, you guys worry that you can't remember everybody's name that it's comes important. in here. It's important. And, and it's important, but you just can't. It's tough, yeah. Yeah. I'm um, really good with faces. Yeah, yeah we recognize you. We just face. have no idea what your name is. <laughs> I don't know who the hell you are. Seen you before. <laughs> um, all right, so next we've got Fred from Rescue. Um, Fred Zamon. Wait, Joe Joseph? That really was his concern? Was that David was his concern. didn't remember his name. Yeah, what the heck, David? Okay. Um, Especially when so easy. So Fred says uh, he was in last week and noticed a crew just pulling grape leaves off the vines and dropping them on the ground. What's that all about? Vandalism. That's <laughs> vandalism. <laughs> yeah, so that was our crude thinning, shoot yeah. thinning. So shoot. they're pulling... Uh, focusing the energy from the plant into the fruiting shoots. So pulling the, the stuff off the base that are just going to suck away the moisture and the energy and then make sure that that growing power goes to our... So they have to be, they have to know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Our, this, the, the labor that goes into our vineyards is highly skilled and just incredibly efficient. Mm. What's the t there's distal and there's proximal proximal distal being the furthest energy don't vines shoot energy at the end distally yeah yeah so usually you're fruiting you have you leave when you prune you leave two or three bud positions mm -hmm. and then you go back through and kind of clean out. it up to make sure we're getting 
balanced fruit yeah. and high quality uh, fruit. So yeah. that's what they were doing. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully that's what they were doing. All right. All right. So yeah. hopefully that uh, answers your fresh your well, fresh. Well, I, I just wanted to add one thing. So so part of what they're doing too is it's managing the canopy so that the, the there's the sunlight is invigorating the plants but not burning the grapes which are underneath and that that balance has to happen. Yeah, right? it helps it helps uh, air out for mildew too. So we want airflow through mm -hmm. there. Uh, we will go back through and do some more um, leaf pulling later in the season after we get fruit set and fruit starts coming in. What do you call that? Leaf what? Leaf pulling. So Pull just, it. just yeah, removing some of the lower leaves again, opening up the the fruiting section and hmm. yeah. Jordan, I I I, I kind of put it in three or four categories. Is is the most expensive things we do in the vineyard? One of which is is the leaf pulling and suckering. Mm -hmm. uh, another is the uh, is the uh, obviously the harvest, which takes a, a tremendous amount of time, and then um, it's it's caring is is, is caring for um, uh, preventative measures for mildew mm -hmm. during the course of the year. Yep, and and it takes some time. We do a lot of other things too. That's not all, but yeah. that's, that's those are the three. I think you said four. I said three or four. I said three. Oh, three well, you or four. Pruning, pruning in there. Yeah, uh, the big, but probably the biggest one. Thank I you, pruning. I, the pruning. I, I left pruning. it out. Thanks. Right. Just try yeah. to keep you honest. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of a lot of hard work. What about insects? Uh, insects uh, insects could be an issue too. Yeah, um, I feel like we've been pretty lucky here. Yeah. We get well, a, not lucky. We get, proactive. We get occasionally we'll get leaf hoppers uh, that can become an issue where they start you know sucking on the the uh, leaves. And then it can't photosynthesize as well. Yeah. So we have to be, we monitor. Uh, if you could teach that. the leaf hoppers to be leaf pullers. Mm. <laughs> could work. Weaponized army of insects. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Let's turn those That's locusts loose on the vineyard. Yeah, there's yeah, a good idea. Really. Um, and we got one more here. This one is from Gnome from Cambridge. Not Gnome, G-N-O-M-E. Um, and they ask, say, some of the names of your wines are hard to pronounce. How did you go about naming your wines? Um, well, French in general is pretty hard to pronounce. Uh, we'll lean, we'll we didn't do it on purpose, but I'll tell you what. Uh, there are two things that are really hard to find a name that hasn't been taken. One is on racehorses, and the other is on wines. If you look up the, the, the trademark um, rights on wine, boy, you can almost think of anything, and you look it up, it's not available. So you have to be somewhat creative about the name of the wine. And we try to be consistent with the notion that we are French-style wines and also consistent with where we are. A good example of that would be our... Um, uh, would be Reeve Dor. thank you, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, means gold bank, uh, and uh, that's where gold was discovered. Gold shore? Gold Shore, thank you. Well, I, I will say, uh, most of the names of our wines are just the Varitas. varietal that it is. So and, you and can thank you. You can blame the French for that. But yeah, we the ones that are our proprietary names would be the, um, and these are trademarked, by the way, so don't even think about it, would be the Rive d'Or, uh, Cote Blanc, and Cote Rouge. Those where are the, where block, block 49 as well. And Block 49. Where, where did the name Cote, Cote Blanc come from? Well, we the we had a, we had we wanted to do initially we did a focused on the Cote Blanc, which was a co-fermented co-picked co co-fermented 
wines. So we harvested this together, and, and we thought, well, maybe this all goes together. And we didn't pay much attention to the fact of what the proportions were, and it came out beautifully. So um, it's, it's uh, a study uh, of, of that, uh, and, then, and then the Cote de Rouge um, that we wanted to no, But then the name, where did the name itself go? Jeez. Sorry, too much, too much wine. Uh, <laughs> we, I can remember Is going. There? I can remember going looking for a word that would express <laughs> I, that it was. It's like uh, Mandavi has Opus One, similar to that kind of notion. Yes. That's where it came because we were selling grapes to Mandovi, yeah. Mandovi at the time, but uh, Mandavi at the time, and uh, and obviously Opus One was taken. But uh, a coda is a is a uh, a similar kind of word. A work, or a, um, a, a practice, or a typically lesson. used in music, right? It's yes, uh, the coda yes. is the mm-hmm. the finale. Finale. Was there was there a play on words intended? Um, uh, if, the alliteration if, was intended. If you have a like, a, if you go to the Rhone and the Appalachian, if you're not in a specific village, it'll be Cote de Rhone, uh-huh. Cote de Blanc. You know, I didn't. No, yes, that I, was that was on is purpose. Is that part of it too? I oh, had yeah. someone pick that. I had someone pick that up at a tasting. No, I've never heard they, that before. Oh, yeah. But I'm I'm going to use it in the future. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we thought that they, all through. What do they call that illegal? Is that leading the witness or something like that? Something I, like that. I've heard about I was, that. I always wondered. I mean, I I knew about the um, musical reference, but I wasn't sure if there was also the the play on. No, it was it was all musical reference actually. Okay, cool. so while we're at it, block forty nine. What's the forty nine? Uh, the forty nine is we are in uh, uh, an area which has uh, Highway forty nine running right near our property, and this was uh, eighteen forty nine when gold was discovered, and we had a special block of the Syrah that was um, was special. I don't know quite how to say it differently. We thought, boy, this is going to make a wonderful wine with just this block, and that's why we made it. Mm. So, yeah, and we're big 49ers fans here. <laughs> Who is? <laughs> no, none of us. Raider Nation, baby. Hey, I might be. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. obviously, real <laughs> devoted to. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I don't I'm, want. Please don't force me to say I'm a Detroit Lions fan. (laughs) Please, please. It's embarrassing. Upcoming events. We got some coming up. We got a a release day coming up. We talked about that earlier. Uh, We talked about the Mimosa Sunday. Please look for that. Uh, And when when those are are coming up, our Friday night pizza, uh, we'd love to have you join us on Mm -hmm. on Friday nights. Uh, We stay open until 7. Gives you a leisurely time at the end of the week to come by and and just uh, we got a band relax. on July first Friday pizza night. Come on down. Do we really? Yes. Oh, flannel. I think it's somebody that oh, Jordan sweet. knows well. I just yeah. saw a, a poster for them playing somewhere else. Yeah, they're playing um, Wakamatsu. Great. And we have uh, we mentioned the uh, wine club member Thursdays. Uh, so look for that. And then um, we we did uh, um, have a concert. I uh, just wanted to thank. The players from Falcon's Eye uh, Playhouse at uh, Folsom Lake College once again for the Tempest. They did a great job, uh, but the Tempest is, uh, alas, no more for this year. <laughs> but they will be back next year, and uh, we will have another Shakespeare weekend, and we're looking forward to that. And then we have Tom Rigney coming in. Tom Rigney is a wonderful uh, violinist. 
uh, Zydeco Music. His band is terrific. They were here last year, and they're going to be here uh, August uh, 18th. 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 And so uh, look for that, and we'll keep you posted on, on all of those dates. And with yeah. that in mind, it's about time to close shop. Uh, don't forget to text or email questions uh, for next uh, Somewhat About Wine on the last day of June because we're going to the month rather yep. than the week on, on the last day of June 2023. Nick, uh, please tell our listeners where they can visit us and find out more about our wine sure. and our wineries. Sure, yeah. Uh, find us on, uh, on our website, davidgerardvineyards.com. You can email us at club at davidgerardvineyards.com. Uh, send us a text. Give us a call at 530-295-1833. Um, or perhaps best, come visit the vineyard and, uh, and try, some of our, uh, try some of our wines. The address here is 741 Cold Springs Road in Placerville. Uh, here Friday through Sunday, uh, 11 to 5 p.m. And Thursday. If you're a wine club member, Thursday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Bottles only. And, you know, I'm going to do a shameless promotion, and I don't usually like to do this, but we hear it so often, and I want our listeners to know we, we get complimented, and it's, 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 it's humbling. It really is. But people say, you know, I've tasted through your wines. I like all of your wines. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nice to hear because we work toward that. Now, that doesn't mean you like them all equally. It doesn't mean that you, you don't like reds more than whites or you don't like whites more than reds. But but our wines are good. Come and come and try them. That's all we could ask from you. And if you want to get more of a flavor of what we're about, check out my audiobook on audible.com. It's called, guess what? Somewhat about wine. And it's, um, it's um, narrated, and I think you might enjoy it. And uh, as I've mentioned before, we, I, I do a paper blog uh, on release days, um, and, and sometimes more often, on just things that are happening around here, and you can check our website and, and take a look at that. That'll give you a flavor. Um, I hope it's similar to the nonsense that we are <laughs> engaged in here at, at our uh, podcast, but uh, we hope you, you uh, take advantage of that as well. Hope to see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Ciao. Bye. Adios.